It's happening again. Welcome to Work Cookie, a CBOT podcast. As we broadcast around the world, get bite-sized morsels and tidbits from our industrial organizational psychologists, other experts, and the latest research on the workplace to boost your organization's effectiveness. Sign up now at seabock.com. That's S-E-B-O-C.com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from our experts. Don't forget to check out our corporate career boost recruiter, and even student memberships at cbock.com. My name is Dr. Jacqueline Miner, founder of Miner Consulting Group. Last time I discussed part three, licensure requirements for IO psychology of this five-part podcast series on the evolution of IO psychology. Today I will be discussing part four, foundational theories and competencies associated with IO psychology. According to Buckland, Alvaro, Dickinson, Austin, and Jackson, IO psychology explores various theories related to employees' behavior, related to work, which can be influenced by goal-setting theory, leadership theory, and expectancy theory, while two primary theoretical concepts stand out, especially by IO psychologists, is individual traits and individual differences. Hofstede's theory focused on individualism, collectivism, which are cultural influences in society. Individual differences were identified by utilizing statistical analysis, mental tests, and measurement tools used to select employees while focusing on individual traits to identify performance differences with regard to various work assignments. Individual traits can determine a person's suitability to a specific job. Do they possess the necessary character traits or skill set to be successful in this position? Hofstede's theory of individualism collectivism examines the degree to which individuals are expected to look after themselves versus remaining integrating into groups. Kurt Lewin also developed the Lewinian theory that showed a direct correlation between a person and their environment by using Galean models to explain such behavior. It is very important for IELTS psychologists to possess certain competencies, not only for them to be effective in their work, but to also be successful at their jobs. In order for me to be an effective and successful consultant in IELTS psychology, I must possess effective scientific research skills, be able to collect data in laboratory or field settings, publish my findings through publication outlets such as journals, reports, or books, possess research design skills, and remain objective through disinterestedness. I also must also abide by the ethical standards set forth by the Society of Industrial and Organizational Psychology. Laumann, quoting from the 2002 Ethics Code of the American Psychological Association in his article, the question of integration and criteria in individual psychological assessment that psychologists nevertheless take reasonable steps to ensure the competence of their work, and to protect clients, patients, students, supervisees, research participants, organizational clients, and others from harm. Science has a common theme that is embraced by all, which involves the approach of understanding, predicting, and control of some phenomenon of interest. The degree to which I possess the above competencies is consistent with my growth in the field of psychology as a human resource manager with my previous employer. 
I was tasked with finding out if a supervisor was causing a hostile working environment, not just against one employee, but her entire group. Each employee on her team filed a grievance with my office. I used my scientific research skills to form a theory of hypothesis of what variable could be causing her team to claim she was causing a hostile working environment. I had to collect data which involved having each employee write a formal grievance and submit it to me after interviewing each employee in person. Interviewing the supervisor, apprising her that several grievances had been filed against her and requesting her to write a rebuttal to the claims made against her. Informing each employee on how the investigation process would proceed and acknowledge that everything would be done to address each of their concerns. I had to really remain unbiased, focusing on following the evidence and relying first and foremost on the facts of the investigation during the entire process. The employee's feelings could not be contributing factors, nor could my own personal feelings for that matter, in my decision to move forward with recommending or not recommending disciplinary action up to or including termination. I followed the necessary steps that finally led to exonerating the supervisor of being accused of causing a hostile working environment, since it turned out the team was just not accepting of her managerial style. But I did recommend that she receive mandatory sensitivity and management training. Management was grateful that the situation was handled discreetly. No lawsuits ensued and no additional complaints were filed thereafter. That was actually her first time being a supervisor in charge of a large team. I was reading the article, Psychologists, Managers in Higher Education, the particular case of IO Psychology, and found that one possess three types of skill sets that are not commonly obtained through IO training if one is interested in administration, including being concerned with the resources to fund higher education, develop conflict resolution, negotiation and mediation skills, and individual assessments at the higher levels of organizations. I can understand the importance of having these skill sets since working in human resources requires you to be well-versed in conflict resolution, mediation, and negotiation in case the company ever has to go to court. Human resources in some organization works under the legal department umbrella since we are responsible for assisting counsel in case of a lawsuit brought against the company, workers' compensation claims, or arbitration hearings. In short, working in IELTS psychology requires one to possess certain competencies and skill sets that are pertinent to being effective, which adds value to your clients, company, or community. Thanks for listening to this episode of Work Cookie, a Seabock podcast. Don't forget to sign up at seabock.com. That's S-E-B-O-C.com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from experts. Would it be a bad idea to make your most challenging workplace problems go away? Don't forget to check out our corporate, career boost, recruiter, and even student memberships at seabock.com.